Good afternoon and welcome to Local News Live. I'm Amber Sype. We've got Mike Bell here. It is Sunday, November 14th, and we not only have we had a lot of big stories happen in the last week, but we also have a lot of big things coming up this next week that we're covering here at Local News Live. Just wanted to hop on here and give you a little preview of what's ahead. And, uh, of course, Mike Bell has uh, collected some good stories for us. So what do you got, Mike? I got a number of good stories, as you just said, Amber, so let's jump straight into it. First off, Biden, President Biden, of course, will be signing the infrastructure bill. So uh, he's going to sign the bipartisan infrastructure bill on Monday during a ceremony that will include members of Congress, governors, and mayors from both parties, the White House announced on Wednesday. Uh, at the signing ceremony, the president will highlight how he is following through on his commitment to rebuild the middle class, and the historic benefits of uh, the bipartisan infrastructure deal well delivered to American families, end quote. That is a news release from the White House, of course. Uh, the president will also host uh, representatives from the incredibly diverse coalition that pushed for the bill across the country during the ceremony tomorrow. Congress passed the $1.2 trillion, T, trillion dollar bill last week after months of agonizing negotiations among congressional Democrats. So that is an event we will be carrying tomorrow, I'm sure, live here on the aptly titled Local News Live as well. But speaking of which, uh, oh, actually, we got another president story, but we're going to save that after the next couple here. So uh, the, we have two really huge, I'm sure there's more than two trials going on right now that are catching national attention, but the two largest, uh, most attention-grabbing trials are the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and the three men accused of uh, murdering uh, Ahmad Arbery. So we'll start with uh, Rittenhouse here. Uh, when the jurors in the homicide trial of Kyle Rittenhouse will begin deliberations, which uh, closing arguments are scheduled for Monday, I believe uh, both the prosecution and the defense have been allotted two and a half hours by the judge for their closing arguments. So uh, the jury, uh, the young man's actions during a night of unrest on the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin last year will not be in dispute. Rittenhouse, then 17 when uh, these events happened, shot at four people with a semi-automatic rifle, killing two of them and wounding another. Nearly all of it was captured on video that was analyzed frame by frame over the last two weeks, and that is not an exaggeration. I've been watching this trial it, uh, breaking it down frame by frame, uh, the, I believe the defense had a uh, witness, an expert witness testify that uh, they measured the exact milliseconds between each shot, uh, how long the whole event unfolded between the first shooting to the last shooting was two minutes and 55 seconds, if I recall correctly. So the prosecution has sought to portray Rittenhouse as a teen vigilante who illegally possessed the gun and acted criminally and recklessly while defense lawyers, backed up by the defendant's riveting and emotional testimony, um, I'm sure everyone who has been paying attention or has been on social media, basically, we literally just saw it on video there of uh, Rittenhouse uh, breaking down in an emotional state, of course, while he was on the stand, right as he was getting to the moment in his testimony where he was talking about the shooting, the, the, the whole point in controversy here. Uh, it's argued uh, by his defense attorneys that he acted in self-defense. After closing arguments, again, set for Monday, set for tomorrow, the jury will get the case. 
The panel will consider five felony counts and a misdemeanor weapons charge against Rittenhouse using an AR-15 type rifle which he used to kill Joseph Rosenbaum, age 36, Anthony Huber, age 26, and wounded Gage Grosskreutz, uh, age 27, during street demonstrations over the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Many other counts and, of course, a lot more information to follow as well. Again, we will be covering that as well, the closing arguments as much as we can. I've been, I've been tuning into this one more than the, um, uh, the Arbury trial, which... I wish I could split myself in half and watch both as they unfold. But right now, we're going to catch up more about the Arbury trial. So uh, WTOC, our station there, has been all over the Arbury trial. So again, Brunswick, Georgia. The trial started one week ago. That was on Friday, so it resumes on Monday. Um, today, for three men charged with killing Ahmad Arbury, the first half of the day, jurors heard from Glenn County Police Officer Robert Rash, who testified about... Uh, receiving calls of a suspicious person in the area of this construction site, how uh, Arbury was one of those quote-unquote suspicious people, while there were a number of other people coming and going from the area as well. And so let's see here. There was a bit of contention. Um, a few notable members stood or, or sat in the gallery, including uh, uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton uh, during the proceedings on Friday. That has kind of uh, called into question what's going to happen on Monday. The, the defense kind of claimed that it might be intimidation of the jury to have uh, some notable people, famous people, celebrities, whatever you want to call it, in the gallery while they're watching the trial before they move on to deliberations and whatnot. But the judge answered he's not going to close the gallery to the public during this trial. So with that being said, uh, the trial will continue on Monday, and I believe it will continue with cross-examination of one of the um, expert witnesses. Uh, the name, of course, escapes me at the moment. So moving on from the really, really serious stuff, of course, we're going to move on to turkeys. We're going to talk turkey right now. <laughs> it is almost Thanksgiving. It is almost Thanksgiving. So, boy, that's a hard pivot, Amber, but I'm trying my I know. best, people. Well, we're, we, you know... I not every story is going to match, but yeah, we're just trying to give you all the all the big things happening this week. So, so of course, uh, as is tradition at the White House with the president, two turkeys will be pardoned, uh, uh, and, and they will get to live out the rest of their turkey lives in peace and harmony. But the two turkeys uh, this year are from a Jasper, Indiana farm. So we our station in Indiana, WFIE. Uh, has a little story about these turkeys. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're named Tom or not, but let's find out. Some Hoosier turkeys will be at the White House Rose Garden on Friday. White House Press Secretary uh, Jen Psaki made the announcement at her last press briefing, which, um, yeah, we just heard. So she said the 74th anniversary of the National Thanksgiving turkey presentation will include pardons for a turkey and its alternate from Jasper, Indiana. An alternate turkey. I, I don't know why that cracks me up so much, but it does. <clears throat> According to White House history, it's often said that President Lincoln's 1863 clemency to a turkey recorded in an 1865 dispatch by White House reporter Noah Brooks was the origin for the pardoning ceremony. The official turkey presentation began in 1947. No word yet on which farm the Jasper turkeys are coming from, but I assure you, 
if WFIE is looking into which farm and who supplied the turkeys who get to be pardoned, they will find out. And <laughs> so there is that. And then we've got one more here. I'm trying to bring up the, uh, uh, if you want to bring up the Super Amber, I will yep. bring up my uh, emails. We are looking forward to tomorrow. Thank you so much. Looking forward to tomorrow. A uh, rather large press conference from the, uh, where we are situated. We are in Omaha, Nebraska. But uh, the uh, uh, governor of Nebraska, Pete Ricketts, is holding a press conference tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m., that being central time, which, in my humble opinion, is the best time zone. The, uh, two things uh, likely to be discussed is a uh, corrections officer union agreement uh, it, it being called historic, and this is from the governor's office. Uh, Ricketts representatives <clears throat> of the Fraternal Order of Police celebrate uh, reaching an agreement in principle on a historic compensation plan. Uh, the FOP represents corrections officers at the Nebraska Department of Correctional Services and safety and security specialists and so on. Uh, the governor was quoted saying, our protective services teammates are an integral part of keeping our communities safe. So a um, number of interesting developments there. The new agreement includes the following components, just to name a few, $5, and a uh, per hour base wage increase for Nebraska Department of Correction Services and Department of Human Health Services teammates, $4 an hour base wage increase for military slash security teammates, and more. Also, uh, uh, Governor Ricketts is expected to proclaim November in Nebraska as Adoption Month to raise awareness for the need for adoptive parents. Uh, so let's see here. He will also be joined by Stephanie Beasley, director of the Division of Children and Family Services for the Nebraska Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, the governor and others will give uh, remarks mostly about uh, uh, how the division uh, is working towards uh, basically getting more and more people uh, aware of the need for adoptive parents. And just um, again, November will be proclaimed as Adoption Month here in the great state of Nebraska, where it's the good life. I know that's not our motto anymore, but it always will be to me. <laughs> well, Mike, thank you very much for that. And uh, as Mike just said, you can catch that specific news conference on our Gray Station WWTs. I forgot to say that, actually. Did you say Forget? Okay, sorry. So thank um, you. Thank they, you for the shout They for will remembering. Be, I'm sorry. Yeah. They will be covering it. Um, and then, of course, we will try and cover things like that as best as we can. Even if we don't get to it live, we will uh, try and get to it later on. But uh, I do know that the Rittenhouse closing arguments, that is in our plans for tomorrow as well. Um, along with jumping in and out of the Arbery trial as best we can, of course, Biden signing that infrastructure bill, and then the, of course, ever famous, so cute, turkey pardon. So It's going to uh, be a busy day tomorrow. Yeah. It really is. Well, the turkey pardon, I think, is Friday, right? Yes, okay. yes, but it's going to be yes. a busy day tomorrow, and it's always a busy week here at the local News Live. Yeah, we've got lots happening, and uh, we hope you'll join us for all of the things going on around the, around the country, around the world, really. Uh, for now, though, we are going to uh, wrap up here, and uh, we appreciate you joining us on Facebook or wherever it is that you are tuning in. And uh, make sure to turn over to any Gray Station website and watch us there. 